Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3, good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chua Tian Tian with you. Uh, it's time now for Culture Club. Uh, question for you, Tim. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of using chopsticks for lunch, even uh, if it's uh, rice? Yeah. Yeah. There are just some kind of food that is better eaten with chopsticks. And you, it takes a little bit longer as well compared with a <laughs> spoon? Well, so you kind of enjoy your meal? If I'm eating Chinese food, Japanese food, yeah. Korean, doesn't matter. If it's on a plate or yeah. rice, I would use chopsticks. Nice. Um, thing is, after you use these chopsticks after lunch or dinner, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, uh, if, if, the, if it's from packet food, these chopsticks end up as solid waste. You know, it contributes to like, what, 7.39 million tons wow. collected uh, last year alone? Because they're considered disposable. Yeah. Right? So that's probably why. So there is a pressing issue here, though. Yeah. How can we effectively reduce the waste? Because a lot of people use chopsticks, disposable ones, when we eat in hawker centers. Yeah. It's everywhere, really. Yeah. Um, well, our next guest, Chop Value, has joined forces with a local co working space, the Work Boulevard, by completely transforming the space with. Recycled chopsticks. Uh, would you sit on a chopstick chair? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I actually I think would. it sounds interesting. Yes. Uh, well, let's get him on the line. Uh, Justin Lee, General Manager, Chop Value Singapore. Justin, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, good afternoon. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Chop Value. Um, yes, yeah, so Chop Value is the uh, world's first circular economy franchise. It was actually started in Vancouver. So essentially, what we do is we collect used chopsticks from the community and we upcycle it into a new building material. So we, we basically we transform our waste into a, a performance resource. All right. Um, now, chopsticks are made with different kind of wood or are they all the same type of material? And how do you determine what you can or cannot use to upcycle for furniture? We can actually upcycle all the chopsticks that we collect in Singapore, okay. all the disposable chopsticks, mm-hmm. but about... 80 to 90% of them is actually bamboo. Okay. And, and then what's the process like? So you collect the chopsticks from where? The rubbish bins? Um, right now, we are largely into the FMB. So okay. from restaurants, uh, hawker centers, coffee shops. So okay. what we do is we have a bin placed where their dish clearing area is. Mm-hmm. And when they, when they clear their dishes, the general waste or the food waste goes into their normal general waste bin. Mm-hmm. And the chopsticks go into our bin. And that, mm-hmm. that's where we collect from. Yeah. Do the chopsticks, need, I mean, I'm sure they do, but how, how are the chopsticks clean then? Well, okay, so from this collection, we collect from all these restaurants, mm. hospitals, hawker centers, twice a week, and then we bring it all the way to uh, Loyang, our, our micro factory, that's what we call oh, okay. it, micro factory okay. concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing we do is we sort them out. They come in a huge mess, so it's very difficult to process them in this way. Mm-hmm. We put them on an alignment table. It's like a shaking table. Mm-hmm. It shakes them in the slot, and then we start to process. Sanitization is done by a heat, so there's no usage of water. We don't, we don't try to oh. wash the chopsticks. Okay. Because if you try to do that, you're going to consume a lot of water. Yeah. And it's so wood we, also, right? It'll affect the strength of the chopstick, right? Um, not really. Okay. I mean, even if you try to wash it, uh, there's another step in our process where we extract ex- excess moisture. That's actually oh. the same thing as uh, sanitization by heat. So the okay, chopsticks are okay. basically baked. 
My question is, so <laughs> if you upcycle the chopsticks into furniture, and I know because I have a lot of unused disposable chopsticks at home, and they chip quite easily after a few mm. years. Mm. I mean, okay, fine. I have to admit, I use them too. To prop up certain things at home that are falling, but you know, after a few years, they would be chipped off and easily break. Will we yes. face the same issue when they're being upcycled as chairs, as tables, or cabinets, or whatever? No. So the last process before we form this uh, building material is we subject these chopsticks to high heat and high pressure, mm-hmm. and there's an eco-friendly resin that's actually introduced into the chopsticks already. Okay. So what you actually come up with is a material that's actually uh, stronger than oak, harder than maple. So it actually outperforms mm. uh, solid wood. Yeah, so you don't get the problem. Oh, that's wow. interesting. Um, at the end of the day, right, it all comes down to getting the collection process right. I mean, are there some challenges or did you have some challenges uh, when you were first setting this up to, to get these used chopsticks? Before we actually went out, to approach restaurants, hawker centers, uh, basically donors, right? Um, we, we started in the middle of the pandemic, mm-hmm. so we were a bit apprehensive. You know, we, we thought uh, FMB wasn't having such a good time. People would don't want to have this extra task. So we made the, the collection as frictionless as possible for our partners. And surprisingly, our rejection rate is less than 5%, even till date. Oh, wow. So they've been very, yeah, everyone has stepped up very enthusiastically, in fact, to contribute. So other than chopsticks, uh, Justin, what else can, can you upcycle? Perhaps satay, barbecue sticks, mm-hmm. popsicle sticks, yeah. toothpicks? Uh, yes, we've actually tried some experiments with uh, sake sticks. Okay. The challenge is that compared to chopsticks, there's nowhere near as many sake sticks as uh, that we can collect. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So we actually did press artistics before. Okay. I thought minimum order was always 10. That would be a lot different <laughs> in just one night. <laughs> right? <laughs> Justin, tell us a little bit about your collaboration with the Work Boulevard co-working space. Uh, we actually approached the Work Boulevard first. We were out looking for a space to actually display, to tell this circular economy story. Mm-hmm. Uh, because our factory is quite small and it's in Luoyang. It's quite out of the way, so we wanted something centralized where all our clients were. So we called up the Work Boulevard and we inquired about space. And then they took an interest into what we do. Mm-hmm. They found out what we did and they were in the midst of creating their first space. And um, they liked the story. So they called us in for a meeting. We sat down and then we found our ethics, our brand ethics very in line. And we could help manifest this unique space out. Okay. Yeah, so we rolled out our sleeves and got to work together. That sounds like a, you know, good for everyone kind of situation. Uh, so what, what else is next? Uh, what's in the pipeline for Chop Daily? We have quite a fair bit of collaborations and interest in, in this material because the story mm-hmm. is so unique. You know? Everyone knows what chopsticks are. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect way to display uh, ESG and to tell the circular economy story. Mm-hmm. So you'll soon see our products in um, wall panelings, in lift lobbies, in hospitality, in hotels, mm-hmm. like MBS in their exhibitions department or their mice department, they're going to replace paper menus with our material so that the guests can scan the menus. Like some hotel rooms have our material telling guests, you know, you don't have to change your linen every day, save energy, save water, put this plaque on the bed and we won't change your sheets that day. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
It's quite interesting. I'm actually at your website right now. I like the slogan, once a chopstick, now a statement. <laughs> and you've got all sorts of furniture. I mean, you've got like Mexican wall tiles, shelf sets. Um, you've even uh, got uh, furniture for the kitchen, you know, like these board sets, uh, butcher blocks. Um, and it is for sale, as I can see here. Justin, not to put you on the spot, but how, how do you decide on the pricing? Because it does cost uh, quite a bit of money, although you do have to understand the, the trouble you go through to put this together. Tell us a bit more about that. So most of our designs are quite minimalistic in nature. The, mm. One of the reasons that is to keep the cost down so that we can pass the savings on to our clients and okay, all. Okay. Um, there is a slight premium because of the cost involved in collecting the chopsticks. Yeah. But we are always very wary of making sure we don't create too high a barrier of entry for people to come in and take part in this this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you made any observations on, on the kind of demographics that buy your furniture? I mean, are they, are they mostly millennials or perhaps younger than that? It's actually quite a large range. Oh, okay. Starting from about 25 all the way up to 50. Okay. So I think that crosses a few generations, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet, I think, or something like that. All right. But largely, our projects are actually being... Pro- sustainability is actually being propelled by businesses now, actually, the large yeah. MNCs and all. Yeah. So that's where you see most of our products. One more question before we let you go, Justin. So when it comes to having enough chopsticks to recycle and upcycle, will there be a time when you won't have enough and you won't be able to meet the demand when you're building furniture for, for all your partners? Yeah, so this was one of the questions we were asking ourselves before we, we started this business or before we brought this brand to Singapore. So chopsticks right now is 0.015% of our waste. So I think uh, before I came on, there was a figure of 7.39 million tons. Mm-hmm. So 0.015% of that amount is actually 1.1 million kilograms of chopsticks. Mm. That is enough for 60,000 work deaths in a year. We've only scratched the surface. There's a huge, long road for us to walk still. Wow, fantastic. We've been speaking with Justin Lee, General Manager, Chop Value Singapore. Justin, appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great Tuesday evening. You too. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.